Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tavis Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mere Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glamere. I've got two amazing ladies in the house today. I have Laura Javon, who you guys know from Basketball Wives, and you got Veronica Obang, who you know from Second Wives Club, and now they are together doing a podcast called the Sack Podcast. But I just want to let you all know that um, one of the girls here, one who's eating candy right now, is just back from the dentist. (laughs) Laura, welcome guys. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Did you finish doing that Twix after your root canal? That's so terrible. (laughs) Wait, I don't know what my problem is, but every time I leave the dentist, I eat more candy. Do you know what it is? It's because you eat the candy, so you feel like you're eating it because you went to the dentist and you fixed your problems, so now you can start from scratch. No, she's mentally ill. She's complaining about how much her mouth hurts, and she's eating And you're still kind of numb right now, right? Yeah, like, and it's starting to itch on one side. (laughs) You know when the numbing comes down? Yeah. So she showed up to the podcast with a numb. I love it. That's dedication. I'm, I'll be trying. I'll I've, be trying. I've interviewed, I'm not a quitter. It's not a quitter. I've interviewed you guys separately, and it's been a lot of fun, but now you guys are together. How did this podcast get off the ground? I got a phone call from Veronica one day. Sorry if I sound funny, but I got a phone call from Veronica, and she was like, I got an, I got an epiphany. Uh-huh. I was like, hold on. First, let me look that up. Hold on. <laughs> And then after that, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, bet. What you got? <laughs> and then uh, she was like, she just started shooting all these things out. and was like, we got a podcast called The Sack. It's going to be me, you. I was like, all right. She was like, I'm going to get one more friend. Her name is Melissa. I was like, okay. I had no idea who Melissa was, by the way, until I met her through you. Isn't she I awesome? knew who she was, was, but yeah. I didn't know. You know, I never met her. It's Melissa Ford, it's but Melissa it's not the Ford. Melissa Ford that was um, that the video. It's, no. it's not her. It's no. a different uh-huh. Melissa Ford, right? Yeah. Different Melissa Ford, yeah. Gotcha. A Caribbean. Oh, wait, the other one? Is She's Caribbean. from Barbados. Is the other no. one from the Caribbean? I think so. I don't know. Uh, let me stop. No, which know, Melissa? Bro. Melissa Ford, the, uh, the video girls, is like... We don't know her. We don't know her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not her. It's not that one. And no. so it's called a sack, and I was trying yeah. to figure out what sack meant. You guys are like, it's not an acronym. You need yeah. to look that up. <laughs> yeah, everyone no. tells me they looked it it's up, or they're trying to figure like, out what it stands for. Like you know, when you say like we're in the sack and we're talking and mm. you just chilling, three girls, you know. Yeah, pillow talk is like you can get yourself in trouble with pillow talk, or you can really like have these moments of like clarity and mm-hmm. breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just. Our pillow talk amongst ourselves, like girl, like girl pillow talk. Every yeah, everything is is on the table. Nothing's off limits, and so that's really what the sack is about: is having those conversations and kind of um, dealing with those topics that you only talk about with your closest friends. Yeah. Except we're doing it where everyone Mikes. can hear. Yeah, yeah. But not only that, I feel like when we talk, we don't have mics in the 
We just be talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we talk to each other. Well, that's how you know it's a good conversation. You forget that their mic's there. Yeah. You know? Totally you we forget, do. forget, and the next thing you know, you're just talking about whatever. Right. Yeah. We work so hard to produce this show, and then when we're finished and we play it back, it has nothing to do with what we talked about. <laughs> nothing. It never stays, like, um, how we envisioned it, but we've, we're always proud of it, and we're we're really, um, I think, excited about the direction that it's taking, and it's growing so fast. And mm-hmm. we're so want to thank different. everyone for, for listening. Are, what are your personalities? I, I I can tell you what I think, but your personalities. How would you describe the three of you? Your each of your personalities, Veronica. What would you say yours is? I mean, I'm kind of like um, a horse wrangler, I'd say, because I'm always trying to keep L on topic and like focus. But seriously, she, you know what? She goes with her heart. She doesn't bite her tongue. She's going to tell you what she's thinking and feeling, and she's just kind of an open spirit. Yeah. Um. So everything she she says and she talks about and she's passionate about, she genuinely feels that way Mm -hmm. on and off camera. Um. And Melissa, she's an island girl, so you just get it yeah you know she's a super strong woman mm-hmm. she doesn't take shit from anyone and i'm just you know i don't really know i don't I guess i have an opinion about myself but that's just kind of how i see the girls i'll tell you yeah you tell me <laughs> laura tell us so um i would say that i'm more like uh, yeah i do just talk and say whatever i feel um i think that melissa does the same thing she definitely talks and says how she feels with um it has more of a stern kind of like a old grandma type of feeling. <laughs> Am I right? Who does? Melissa. She's talking about oh, Melissa. Oh, yeah, like, like her, auntie. Like yeah, a stern auntie. Like a, <laughs> no, like a grandma. Oh. Like she's like <laughs> grandma. a grandma with a it hurt like it's how I talk it's like whatever comes to mind or she'll say it but it has like a grandma twist on it and it's very stern just listen you're not going to change her mind no. like you cannot this, convince your yeah, grandma to see happening. things your way if her mind is made up yeah. this way and Melissa's very much that way you're not going to persuade her or dissuade her mm-hmm. with the conversation she's yeah. your opinion is like whatever it's she whatever. still has her own she's still right and then um Veronica I think is very much the mother of the group. Well, she's um, a mother in real life. Got a yeah. lot of kids over here. Yeah, no, no doubt. Especially, yeah. but like, I love how she said she's a horse wrangler. Yeah. Um, Peacekeeper? Yeah, or, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> she's very, um, she'll pull us in and keep us on focus. Because yeah. I think a lot of times, especially me, I'll be rambling. Especially, and I just talk about whatever I feel, and it goes from topic to topic to topic. Um, but yeah, she definitely keeps everybody intact, and then she definitely corrects us and works works on us with our vocab, which is very very interesting. I interviewed like, I, I interviewed Laura like a year ago, and I said something, and you were like, "I need to look that up. Don't use those fancy words with me." I forgot what I said, and you were like, "I, I don't know what that means," but like, okay. But even when I don't know what something means, I'll either write it down or just try to see it what it is later. Not that I care, mm-hmm. but it's just interesting because I'm like. I just use direct words like, you know, if it's an ass, it's an ass. So it's like, whatever, you know? So a lot of the stuff that you guys talk about are sex relationships, that sort of thing. I heard the one about abusive relationships that you guys were talking about. Um, Is there stuff that you guys have said that you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have said that. 
yet? Has it happened yet? No, I don't. I don't feel that way. The only time I'm afraid if I should have said something or shouldn't have said something is I'm I'm still in the middle of a divorce and I just don't want to get sued later. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm talking from personal experiences and I'm talking about my friends' experiences and I just don't want it twisted. Yeah. You know, later or used against me. But we both just speak really openly and from the heart and not only our experiences but friends, family members, and just you know things that we've witnessed firsthand and mm-hmm. you know. And how do you two know each other? Like from from friends? How did you how did you guys become friends? We actually met at a basketball game. Oh, you did. We met at a basketball oh, game. We were both hallway. in the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after the game, and um, first of all, I was like, who the hell? At first, I thought maybe she played basketball. Right. Cause she's so tall. Yeah. She's yeah. so tall uh-huh. and she's so pretty. Yeah. And I thought, okay. And I was judging, kind of in the sense of like <laughs> yeah, she like has to be do. an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. And then she kind of had a slight attitude, so I was like, I oh, did okay. not have an attitude. No. I'm qu- I'm very you're shy. And you don't face. know. She yeah. had yeah. an attitude yeah. in your face. Okay. And your but face. then, <laughs> but then when I start, we just start talking. Yeah. And then my son was with me. It's because I started speaking to your son because I'm such a mom, so I see her son. I'm like, literally, I'm like, oh my god, he's so cute. She was like, I got five kids. He could come play with them. I was like, <laughs> first of all, I was like, shut up. Yeah. Like, shut up and then yeah, because I was like, or, well, all that. Yeah. I was like, the five kids thing, I the come and drop him off in real life. Because yeah. I was thinking like, yo, I would really drop his ass off. Yeah, like, like you, you don't, yeah. You and I'm just like, like, like don't bring play him. me. But she really is like the ultimate. It's so crazy because I feel like I've known her for years, especially for the things that she's done for me mm-hmm. and the type of person she is. Oh, and the relationship, you know, like Aww. I could call her. She's on my emergency cards. I don't think she knows it, but she's oh. on my emergency cards for the kids. Because I go get some babies. Yeah, because she will. And so, Beat yeah. Give a balanced vegetarian yeah, it's meal my, and make them It's my outside. mom, my boyfriend, and then there's her. Wow. So, That's yeah. great. Yeah, she's dope. So you guys both been through a lot, you know, um, yeah, just, like, over the past years. And <laughs> we, how, we have been beat them yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but we're back. Give Literally. a little bit. Yeah, give me like a 30-second summarizing for everybody listening of give your Girl, you can do one life. Thirty, you know, I can give it to you in 30, 30 seconds or less. Um, it's just a lady running around married. I had a whole bunch of kids because you know you need money, you know, to have kids, and I have plenty of money, so I just kept having these kids. <laughs> right. And then found out that like my man was skank. Um, but all of this happened when I signed up for reality TV, yeah, so I was kind of yeah trapped on this show, living out like my worst nightmare in yeah. front of everyone. The show wrapped up. Uh, divorce got more and more gross. Yeah. Um, I got poorer and poorer and poorer. <laughs> my show no, did. <laughs> literally. We speak the truth right now. Y'all, it's and a joke, then, but it's the truth. No, and then the show didn't get renewed, which gave him so much joy. Like, I, I don't know who he paid off over there at NBC Universal because everyone loved the show. But yeah. um, I was anyway. surprised. Second Wife's Club. I was surprised it didn't get picked up for a second season. Yeah, I think I a lot surprised. of people, a lot of people were mm-hmm. shocked. So you, you just kind of land where you land. And in that moment, it's I'm still in the middle of that thing called divorce. I'm yeah. juggling my five kids single momdom. Um, I definitely blog a lot about my experiences. I talked about my blog last time I was yeah. here and just moving forward. I said, you know, what is something that's talent driven? Because I hate, I didn't like when they edit certain things together to portray you in a certain yeah. way. So yeah. I wanted something that more I could control, mm-hmm. control um, your story. Yeah. And tell my story how I wanted to without a bunch of other stuff being added um and also um it's just it's fun and i love it so i call it freeing it makes you feel good yeah actually tell your story be amongst your friends and then when you're done you feel like you have something that you're proud of like a message that you can get across right so we created this podcast i'm still single momming it up and um going through a divorce but i'm really really happy Mm -hmm. and really hopeful my birthday's in a few days and i couldn't be more excited about 
this year. Yeah. You know, you're being thirty five, all that yeah, I'm a Pisces. I'm a water baby, a mermaid. You're so different. Okay. Pisces are sensitive. Deep, 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 deep down, some of us. Yeah, deep, deep, <laughs> not this. Um, uh, Laura, you go next, because then go back to... Oh, what am I talking about? You're going to talk 30 about your of... 30 seconds of your struggles that you can share with us. Uh, well, my struggles are... What do I want to say about struggles? Um, they're real. <laughs> um, there's been times that I've been able to take my kids to Europe and have an amazing month. And then there's times that I don't know how I'm going to feed them. Yeah. So um, in between all that, you know, I just want, I could tell you about the struggle all day, but I'd rather tell you about the things I'm more hopeful for. Mm-hmm. I like um, that. And I'm hoping that I can co-parent with my ex um, I'm hopeful that I'll get child support on time I'm hopeful that um, just in my life could, you know it's like it's moving in a good path right now and I just wanted to continue um, I'm with someone that I happen to really like that I don't want to talk about um, I'm just enjoying him and learning to be in a real relationship because mm-hmm. I honestly was with somebody for a really long time and the direction I was headed as far as like relationships is concerned yeah. was real shitty and not yeah. something that you mean I after would, him? No, while I was with him, him. I really didn't know. Now being in a relationship, I didn't know what a relationship really was. A good, healthy one, I yeah. should say. Yeah. So I'm actually learning how to be in a healthy relationship. So, um, and it's very interesting because it's something I'm not used to. Some people never learn. Some well, I'm learning. Keep doing it over and over. What makes this healthy? I know you don't want to talk about it, so don't talk about it. What have you learned about healthy relationships? I've learned now. that I don't have to throw tantrums and break things to get attention. Mm-hmm. Um, he's more like uh, very direct. Get he's. This is how he talks to me. Laura, my love. And it's real. It's so <laughs> weird. I'd be like, I just it's laugh. It's just a lie. Yeah, I laugh. And he's like, yo, I'm being dead ass serious right now. Like, focus and listen. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, um, you're very upset right now. So why don't you just go on the other side of the bed? Like, I can't leave. I can't storm out of the house. He doesn't want me to leave the bedroom. He's uh, like, no, just being your feelings. But over there, like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. And for me, I never understood what that. It was more like, we're going to be in the same space. We might as well just fight. Yeah. Like, let's just, uh, here, I'm going to slap you first. So it was that. It was mm-hmm. very volatile. Mm-hmm. But now I would never think to put my hands on someone else that I love. Mm-hmm. And he makes me feel that way and understand things. And so he's calming for you. He's, he's very calming mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And I'm very, I used to be very turned up, but now I'm only turned up if you mess with my kids. Yeah. But outside of that, I don't really care about much yeah. else. And even when I argue, I just argue to get my point across. And then I don't want to talk about it no more. <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, I said what I wanted to say. Like, it's yeah. over. And then it's done. Yeah. That's so. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember, like, the last time I talked to you guys, um, especially with you, Veronica, you were going through your show being on air and dealing with the public scrutiny Mm -hmm. of your... Was it that your marriage was already, like, outed? Did it happen on the show? Can you remind me how that happened? No, we started filming, and that's when his mistress came forward. That's when she found out, yeah, that we were going to... And that's a really nice word. I'm I'm working on on being a Christian. That's not the word. That's not the word. 
last time. I can tell you that's not the word she used last time. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, 2018, that was one of my resolutions, uh, yeah. like to really work on myself. I don't so. know. When I saw her, she looked like the top of the, she looked like that phone right oh, there. Oh, she definitely looks handle. like a Fraggle Rock. Like, she's yeah, not yeah, sexy. Yeah, yeah, she's not Fraggle cute. Rock. The, the you don't, you don't throw your life away for these type of women, but sometimes yeah. you do. No, sometimes you do. But um, no, she just kind of came out right when she heard that we were yeah. starting um, a show. Mm-hmm. So. You deal with it, you know, as you can. Mm-hmm. One foot in front of the other, and you and you, you move deal on. with what? You just you just one foot in front of the other. No, what'd you say before that? What was the word? I I said you deal with it. Oh, I thought you said like some fancy word. I was like, so here we go, here we go, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Uh, so, um, are you do you guys talk about the stuff on your own podcasts? Yeah, we yeah. definitely do. I mean, I don't, I don't think. See, that's the thing. I want to be careful that our podcast is not misconstrued as something. It's like, oh, Nail they go, mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah, no. beating like this dead horse. Okay, I get it. Like uh, my marriage fell apart. Laura had issues. Like this, this is this steal. <laughs> present steal tense. Yeah. You know, but we all have issues, but we deal with um, things that are salient, but we also deal with things that we think impact other women. Yeah. So it's going to be a diverse range. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely how we can't, we can't like kind of sidestep away from what we, what we the also reality. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reality also is that like we're moms, Melissa's single. She lives like this life we kind of admire on yeah. the low. Yeah. But then I feel like Melissa's looking forward to us. What like how cause she sees us as moms. Mm-hmm. So I think hindsight, she's still looking at like you know mothering and can't wait to. But we kind of looking at her like, damn, if we didn't have no kids. Yeah, I'm like, yo, you live your life. It's not that bad, right? Everybody's like, oh, I'm single. What's the big deal? Just enjoy it. Nah, you have to enjoy it. And Mm -hmm. it's crazy because I look back and all of a sudden I was a mom of four in less than five and a half years. That's right. And it was like, fuck. Yeah. And like now it's crazy because I still want two more kids. Mm. I told her to slow down. And you want six kids? Total? Yeah, I've always wanted to start in five and a set. Why? I'm a basketball player. Yeah. So like that was my whole thing since I was 13. I've always six said that. Are you working on mind. that right now? Yo, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. still delirious from the, the Novocaine from this yeah. morning? Right. <laughs> no, like real, sh- like, no, no, no. No, she really does no, want I more really children. Want I don't understand. But you have five. I have five it? children. Don't get me wrong. I adore, like, to the point of almost worship my children. Like, yeah, I was about to say, you're like stalker mom too. Yeah, I'm like, a hel- not a total, stalker. You're stalker mom. I'm a total helicopter mom. I do everything for my kids, She's almost to the point mom. it's a detriment. Yeah. You know, because I, I Wait, do everything she has for like them. the patience of Job. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I think Job he would need guy? to. I bet. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yo, yeah. there you he go. He was a good guy. She has like the patience. Like, me, I'm more like, Yay, you got a problem? No, your problem ain't big enough. You, no, it ain't good enough either. You, oh shit, okay, your face is bleeding. Hold on, you first. <laughs> All right, you, nah, you good. So it's you like, guys parent differently that. Yeah. But you know, we she she had four kids in five and a half years. My chil- children span the gamut. I have an 18-year-old that's a senior in high school, and I have a two-year-old that's in Pampers. That's great. And I just think the difference in my parenting style is... Um, I was a really young mom. I think they was frustrated a lot. So like when I see these memes, like black parents helping you with their homework, they just like repeat the question and just yell it louder and louder every time they repeat it. And that's how they help you. Mm-hmm. I was that mom. Like, yeah. But now like I, I've got, you know, 16, 17 years of parenting under my belt and I'm, I am more patient, but I've learned that. And I also see you get different results. So, you know, it's, it's just a learning curve. It's steep with your first and all her babies were like popcorn. You know, I yeah. had some time. 
time to kind of get my bearings <laughs> and figure analogy. out yeah. what was going on. Well, Four mine is I line them all up and beat them. Even if one, <laughs> even if just one messed up, y'all all getting it. So go on, get on the wall. Yeah, and I don't hit my children. I you give don't? no. I give speeches like the oh, Gettysburg Address. You know, they don't want a speech so bad because I already love to talk. Uh-huh. So my daughter gets this I look just in her like eyes. They stop listening. They glaze no, their eyes. They don't. They you, I will pin them in a room and say we're having a family talk, and I can hear my daughter whisper under her breath. She's like, Abe Lincoln is here. Because I literally, your daughter? she's Maybe. 18. But does that work for like a six-year-old? Oh, yeah. It does? Oh, yeah. My son still be like, I'm like, what are you? I, I'm a young man, and I should mind my manners. Yes, now march up the stairs. I'm marching. Like you, That's great, because I'd be do hanging with chocolate. What what Laura, what if you started like lecturing, giving lectures to your kids? How do you think they take it? My lectures are more like... Shut up. No, I don't say shut up. I'm more like, do you want to be slow? Like, is this what you want your life to look like? And then I'll pull up examples of things. And I'm like, if you can't read, then these things happen. If you can't do this, this will happen to your life. I'm more so like, like that. Show mom. them. You like show the examples. Yeah, I'm of more like, like if you still like my friend works at a juvenile in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I took my 10-year-old son, and I made them put him in a cell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, do you want this? Because oh, if did you that. steal, this is what happens. Whoa. You know, was I'm more like that. that after that? Because I'm a thief. Like, I steal. <laughs> we talked about I'm this petty on one of our podcasts. <laughs> yeah, Her like I do. I'm a petty, petty theft. theft. But I'm not a liar. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you ask me, yeah, she, but I'm a thief. She, she so clarified she will steal, like, steal your toilet paper. Yeah, or your cleaning supplies from your house. pepper. I'm a pen thief for sure. I got, like, nine in my backpack right now. But, like... But I, but again, I'm petty. But if you ask me if I stole your charger, I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like I'm pretty honest about things, and I tell my kids that you're honest about I your can, thievery. Yeah, like I can bail you out mm-hmm. if you tell me the truth. The truth. I just need to know the truth. Yeah. You ain't gotta tell nobody else. We yeah. good. Okay. But outside of that, so that's the type of parent I am. I'm more like, if you do this, these are the repercussions. Right. So if you don't listen, I'm gonna beat you with this chancla. How about that? And they just think that I'm like, they be like, man. And she's she's off one. That's what my that's what my daughter says. She's off one, and then she tells me like, um, I need some milk. She's like, you need some milk. Your your swings are getting weak. <laughs> that's my. That's what, what she say. My swings like, are getting weak. They oh. say that to you that you need some milk. Yeah, my my eleven year old would be like, Mom, you need some milk. Get those bones strong. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I have two nieces and one of my nieces, I was home um, a couple weekends ago and she had a study and my sister's like, I can't deal with her right now. She doesn't want to study. Can you study with her? So I go in as the aunt and I'm like, hey, and I try to be nice and patient. I think the Veronica way. And then she just didn't want to do it. And finally, I'm like, you know what? Don't study. Don't yeah. be the dumbest one in yeah, the class. Exactly. Be the one that everybody talks about. Yeah. That you are the dumb one. <laughs> yeah. I said that to her. Yeah. She's robbing the baby of her self-esteem <laughs> and confidence. I don't know that I use the word dumb, but I definitely said uh, it. Dumb sound you great be the to me. one. You be the one that fails and everybody yeah. talks about you. But you know you, what? You're My whole take on it is that this world is already so hard. Yeah. Like, but it works. I am... I am, the, you know, you can get results in a number of different ways, yeah. but I like always have had this deep rooted need mm-hmm. for my kids. To, like mom is the safest place on earth. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah well, you're safe, but still I'm like safe, when you're, you're in that moment and your, your patience, like I was sitting there trying to be like, okay, let's study. Okay. And she was just not listening. 
she was just like if I started something she'd switch the subjects and just whatever and finally I'm like no but you oh, know what you it's also the you way you be, train them yeah. because that's a once t- once yeah. you know you that one time you helped her with the homework for me mm-hmm. after I forced my kids mm-hmm. so say my middle son Jason mm-hmm. He realized around third grade, my mom will literally sit here with me for 15 hours yeah. and read this history book. She does not give a damn. She is not moving. Yeah. No one has had food. You can't wear her Nothing. Out. We can stay here all day. Like church, when we go with my grandma, we will stay here all day until you get the word. Is that how you were raised? So, no. My parents are just like, don't get, if you don't get A's, we're going to literally beat the hell out of you. Yeah. And it was just like, cut you loose. And no one, yeah, everyone checked once a semester like, what your grades were my like. My dad really. used to be like, a D is passing and hopefully you can read. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. We good then. Hey, and you know what's crazy? I got a master's uh-huh. in sports psychology. I mean, and I got straight A's during college. I was a disaster student in high school. And don't even I don't even know how I got out of junior high. But, yeah. No, we just, no, everything in my house growing up was under penalty of death. So it's just like the punishment always outweighed the crime. You better get A's. You better not get in trouble. Go live your best life. And that, boom. Yeah. And $2 for lunch money. That that was from, I raised myself. So do you think that's why, (laughs) do you think that's why you're that way with your kids? You're more patient. And so you like the opposite? Definitely. I knew when I messed up in school, like I literally would contemplate like running away. Like, you know what? Grandma doesn't live too far away. She has snacks. (laughs) Damn. She talks really quiet like <laughs> my dad so no you could so yeah I just definitely take my time with my kids but again I learned that because I did this once and I was the frustrated mom just repeating the question getting like a decibel louder every time I repeated until I was screaming and she was terrified and I realized she's in first grade and all she needs to do is color in the lines so these lines you're not getting into a good color right. Right. that's like everything that's everything's about this coloring yeah. yeah has your like the way you especially you Veronica because you've got such a big gap between your kids the way you parented your 18 year old versus the way the one is what two years old yeah is there a difference in the way you parented yeah Yeah, for sure because you know what I am I'm gonna be 35 in a few days and it's like it's literally it seems like yesterday I was a 17 year old mom Mm -hmm. in my senior year of high school Mm -hmm. thinking wow I have gotten myself into something that I don't know. I, clearly, I'm not ready for. It is going to take a lifetime mm-hmm. to get this kid raised and to do the right thing you by her. Realize and, that. That's really good. But I blinked my eyes and it's over. Yeah. That that's over. the point. That like I blinked my eyes and all of the fast. kindergarten dances, all the Christmas plays that you don't really want to go to, all the glitter paint and shit, and oh, you're gone. All the projects that I really did myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it. You blink and it's over. And the only thing she cares about now is prom, and which college she's going to yeah so it goes so fast so this this with the last few like yeah they're so much younger I just I just want to take it in so yeah I sign up more for their schools I do stuff I don't want to do because I know I'm going to blink and I'm going to be an old ass crazy lady they're going to be grown and never visit me so I'm just like I get I'm so blessed I get to do this again most women get to do it once like I get to do this again I'm really thankful for that I think there's a difference in between women who have their kids young versus the ones that have it older I think the ones that have it older may Maybe have struggled more to get there, and maybe they're more secure in their own life, and they're more patient. That's what I think than than the ones I've seen who have it when they're really young. Maybe it, when they're really young, it's unexpected; it wasn't planned, and so the kids are kind of looked at as um, somebody who hindered them from having their best life. Well, not that; just like it's hard. Yeah, I never thought my daughter kept me from living my best life, but it was sure really fucking hard to mm-hmm. do it when you like, yeah, you're a senior in college, and you you do you want to go study like in NYU, but you've got to think like. No, I need, I need 
accommodations for a kid. Mm-hmm. I've got to pay for daycare. Yeah. Like even the most basic things. So my daughter never kept me from living my best life. In fact, she pushed me to be more, mm-hmm. but it definitely complicated the situation. Yeah. It was definitely way premature. But you're really mature. You have a really great mindset. I was you're, born you really 38. But, yeah. But like, I'm listening to you and I'm like, you know, hard. this isn't normal. This is not normal. Hard. She's like, she kept me from, she kept me, you made you a better person, but that's not what I've seen. What I've seen some of these, I used to be in, in med school and we used to be delivering babies and the majority of those girls coming in, we're like 16 and there's no dad around, wow. you know, 16, yeah. 17, and there's no dad around. And sometimes these girls were, that was like their third kid at like by 18. And so I wasn't seeing what you're talking about. But you know, what? I also matured because of judgment. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I don't know if we, but we should talk about this on our podcast, but even as a 16 year old mm-hmm. child giving birth, like people judged you, Oh, not just judge, like they are mean to you. Yeah. Oh, like wow. I was a 16 year old, heavily pregnant. Yeah. My OB was rude to me. Wow. Um, I've seen the people, that. And they treat you like you're trash. They okay, do. I get they it. Do. I'm a teenager. The no, there's no dad here. Um, my parents are here they with shame me, clearly. You for it. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, at this point, look, we got to move forward. Yeah. There's nothing really we do. can do. You're still at this point. a baby. But, yeah. but no, yeah, that but they definitely judgment judge you. is they what makes you, you like, mature. They look at you like you're a skank. You know, like you're a slut. Right. And, you're and like, you're, like that's all you're going to be. You're a slut, you know? Yeah, but what's crazy is that. If you haven't done it by then, you thought about it. Yeah, so, but you didn't. But the difference you is, jacked off you could have right. You could have been a virgin getting pregnant your first time. Ooh, yeah, right there. Know. Okay, all right. Which something I didn't. That's or you could be a skank that's seven hundred times, yeah. and then you don't get pregnant. So, but you because you're pregnant, you're considered a slut. That's and crazy. I know what she's talking about because I was in medical school and I was with this older OBGYN who was like probably pushing sixty at the time, and there was this young girl coming in for um, her post in a prenatal exam. Mm-hmm. She couldn't, he couldn't put the speculum in her and he gave her the baby speculum, not the baby speculum. There's like a big one. Yeah. And, and then there's, the, yeah, the little. <clears throat> there's a smaller one. And so he's putting that inside of her and she's writhing of pain. She's just like, it's, she's uncomfortable. And he pulls the speculum out and he looks at her. He's like, look at this. Look at this. Your boyfriend's penis is <laughs> bigger than this. And I'm like, well, I can't believe you're talking to this girl that way. Not because only that, how do you know? I know. <laughs> but I mean, Brave. it's so disrespectful. What no, but you can just, like, Brave. we're all human. And I definitely, definitely think that like disrespect and judgment mm-hmm. grew me up a lot because instantly I recognized in your teachers' faces, your healthcare professionals, your parents, everyone at church, all of that judgment. And you can either crumple under pressure yeah. and implode and accept that people think you're something that you know you're not, mm-hmm. or you can just say F everybody, make your little plan. And that's, I was just doodling my plan. Gonna, gonna yeah. grow up, get the F out of this shitty town, yeah. gonna move away, never coming back, gonna go to college. And and that's what I did. And then yeah. the rest is, is history. She pushed me. Yeah. You know, and I feel she like God sent her to me, mm-hmm. to me for a reason. Mm-hmm. She's the only one of my children that ever knew my mother. Oh, so, wow. yeah, my mom died early. And it's like my daughter helped me to survive when I lost my mom. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could have done it without Probably her. Couldn't. So, I mean, everything I think happens for a reason. Who am I to try to figure it out? But that's been my best blessing is having that that little girl when I did. And then also the blessing of getting to do this motherhood thing over. Yeah. Wow. Do you guys have people, and that was really awesome what you just said right there. Um, I really like that because I was like, there's something else here because most people that I know that had kids young don't talk the way she talks, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, There's a little bit of resentment in their voices, and I don't hear that at all from you. Do you guys take viewer calls or or tweets or I think they were stressed. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. But no, do people ask don't. you to cover yeah. topics? They do. They do. Um, and, you know, we take a lot of emails. Sometimes we address it in our topics. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there something that you got that you thought was like, we got to cover this? Or that was just... Well, we did the show Dear 20-something. Yeah. What was that about? Yeah, Dear 20-something, which is kind of a look back now that we're in our 30s. Like, what will we say to our 20-something-year-old self Mm -hmm. like about what you think life is and what direction it's really going to go? And just advice to your younger self. And I specifically because some of our younger listeners had said, hey, please do this show, Mm -hmm. you know, for us. And and we put it together. And I think it it was a great episode. We definitely got a lot of follow-up emails thanking us for that. What was some of the stuff you said on that? On our dear 20s? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what I, I you know, Yeah, well, you were like, you know, stay in school. Because you know what? Um, I don't know if I said that. Because yeah. I don't really care. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so old and jaded now, you don't care. But in that moment, you definitely care. No, I definitely feel like... I, this is what you I feel. You talked about I feel love like a lot, too. stages of life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I see my children who are... Six, eight, ten, and twelve now, mm-hmm. and um, I want them to live every stage of life, like mm-hmm. as I see it. Like mm-hmm. you're a kid, you be a kid. You're supposed to enjoy it, the Disneyland stage, yeah. and then you enjoy the teen stage where you get your period, and then you have these little hormones, and you mm-hmm. grow hair. You got to figure out how to shave it. Yeah, it should be enjoyable, not like oh my god, you know. No, these are stages of life, and then from there you get your first kiss. You, yeah, you know, you're 18 to 22. Hopefully, you start doing it then. Not before, yeah. you know, even, you know, whenever. Yeah. But and then you go to college, you have a good college life. So it's about um, enjoying yeah, the phases like, that you're I, in. Yeah, it's like, like seasons. experiencing it. Yeah, not hoping like, for the next, you yeah, know. Yeah, so like, that's oh, what man, I want. I'm a teenager. I can't wait to be an adult. And I'm like, uh, yeah, like, and I tell about. my kids now, so, like, yeah, yo, yeah. you are going to be my age one day and you, it's going to be a blink of an eye, yeah. you know? So it's like, I want them to understand. So, and, and me as in their age and seeing where they are. I didn't listen to shit. So I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm just giving you examples. Yeah. I'm not trying to get you, because you're probably not listening to me. Yeah. But here's an, here's a good example of what I mean by live your life. Yeah. So my dear 20s were that. Like I probably, and then here was what I remember talking about. Pick who you pick to spend the rest of your life with. Because, you know, the people that, who I chose to have children with, I mean, I was with for 16 years, and you couldn't tell me that he wasn't going to be with me for the rest of my life. You yeah. just couldn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. I never saw that mm-hmm. until the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's really hard because now I have criteria, and now I have, um, I'm judging, you know, yeah. who you people rules. are. You and I'm, rules. Yeah, my rules are different. Yeah, yeah. so it. it's like, but I want for my boys and girls mm-hmm. to be that way and pick, you know, their future wisely wisely yeah yeah what's next for you guys no more tv for a little while no i'm not i'm not opposed to not doing tv mm-hmm. but to be honest with you i'm not going to do the dance of buffoonery yeah like, you're not you. going to have I me know. on there yelling no, and ratchet and you want to do something good yeah i don't even have the energy because if yeah. somebody today throw a drink on me i'm just gonna lock myself up i'm just gonna go to jail <laughs> on my own i'm gonna be like you know what? yeah, yeah i'm gonna be like let that. me just get it's there on my own that. how can people but, listen i'm sorry no go ahead how can people listen to your podcast where can they find it they can tune in to um, apple Podcasts, google play and soundcloud and we are also working um, on our youtube channel so you can search oh, us on nice. youtube and we're going to start putting up um, our live shows there again nice. we're just kind of playing it safe growing it organically yeah. but it's been a hell of a ride it's been though. fun yeah, it's it. so awesome. Yeah. So let's check it out. Um, it's been great having you guys on here. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for, for coming us. on with your tooth all novocaine. And I, just <laughs> I know it's like 
is seriously itching over here. Like yeah. I want to scratch it, but it goes nowhere. And it's also just nice to kind of have like a year later follow up and see where everybody's at because I know that, especially for you, Veronica, it was really like things were really heavy like when we talked last. And now it's like you're doing great, but oh, you always knew you would, you know, both of you. So. Thanks, keep, kept, keep crushing. I keep Let my walking you, shoes though, on. It's a struggle, <laughs> but we well, we moving. Yeah, you just got to keep moving. That's yeah. It. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.